Valentine's Day. It comes every year whether you like it or not. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today, gonna love today. It's the day when your love life is put on display. I'd like to send a dozen of those to the best girl at my school. These for your wife? I'm 10 years old. No, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Where there's always a chance for romance or disaster. Okay, I'm gonna go now, okay. It can be confusing. It's Valentine's Day today. Hello. No, it's a Monday. Valentine's Day always falls on a Thursday. Who's your head? That's Thanksgiving. So and it can be complicated. Alex and I were supposed to have sex today. Love can't be planned. It's not love, she's talking that. But at the end of the day, it's all about love. So how do you guys <laughs> feel about each other? Oh my gosh, I totally love him. And I'm crazy about her. Saving wrote his number on my hand. There you have it, young love, full of promise, full of hope, ignorant of reality. My father said to me, you're ever with a woman that's too good for you, marry her. Happy Valentine's Day. Wow. She said yes! Oh. I know that we'll have a ball. If you get down and go out and just lose it all. I feel stressed out, I won't let it go. Let's go way out, face down, losing all control. Was it Stalin who said, no retreat, no surrender? I think that was from a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> Greatest love song of all time. Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. That's a stripper song. Go out and smash <laughs> like on my dog. Yes, we have another bottle of wine. Valentine's Day is about anger, disappointment, love, romance, mating, discretion, sparkly, commitment. I love it. I love hype. <laughs> You're the most special Valentine I have ever had. But just don't tell the other kids we had a date in the bar. It's just a little inappropriate. I'm gay and I'm going to play. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, lovely listeners. Are you excited for Valentine's Day? I'm a bit indifferent towards Valentine's Day. You I are? like to, yeah. Usually, I just send a couple of nice things to my mom and my sister. I should probably. Um, I should so probably I mean, get I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing to do. And sometimes my mom and my sister send me flowers, and it's nice. Do they? Okay, I need to do it. I need to do it for my mom because my girlfriend yeah. does not give a shit about Valentine's Day. Yeah, but it's still nice to do something for her, even if she says she doesn't she, give a she shit. She doesn't. She listens, and she's out there listening right now, and she knows. Everyone tells me that. Like, do something. I'm like, I tried to do something. I tried to make plans, anything, mm -hmm. and it's like nothing. So it's like, okay, that's you it. You need to do like a Love Actually moment where you show up at the door with cards with secret words on. With her boyfriend there? Yeah, with her, <laughs> when her other boyfriend's with her in the boyfriend. living room. <laughs> No, her with, husband. Her with her husband. husband. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with her husband upstairs. Okay. <laughs> Tell him it's carolers. All right. I will get on that. But we are here today for 2010's Valentine's Day. And oof, mercy, mercy. Yeah, I thought Bob Movie Month was last month. Yeah, this. Stay tuned. Stay tuned as always to the end where we give our tier list rating as well as telling you what we're going to cover next week, which... <laughs> <laughs> it may it may usurp it. I don't know. Apparently, we're doing a bad. We try to do a little blend here. Of yeah. it's like if it's really good or really bad. Nothing indifferent. Okay. And last week was good. Last week was good, and I was surprised. I thought I wouldn't like it. Yeah, you know, crazy stupid love, but I really enjoyed it. I think I put an A tier. I think we both put it in A tier. Mm -hmm. This will not be A tier, but stick around to see <laughs> what we put it in as well because it was it was a rough watch. Um, 
before we get into it, <laughs> uh, email us, pod on the pad, gmail.com. Contact us there. Any questions, suggestions, whatnot. Uh, check out the patreon.com backslash on the path. This month we did 365 days. <laughs> so between that, about that. <laughs> between that, between this and next week's episode, um, we're just we're just really punishing ourselves again. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> oh, I did not even mean that, but hey, oh my God, it was perfect. Okay, well, there's a hint. There's a hint for next week's episode right there that I meant to do. All right, so I got this Ciroc passion fruit poured oh. into my 7-Up right here. Oh, right, okay. Because <laughs> I needed it. I have a cup of tea, as always, a Yorkshire tea. Okay. tea. I did. I needed a little a little drink to to get through this. All right, check out the Discord, all the links below, all that fun stuff. All right, let's get to Guess the Gross, where Lucy is going to guess oh, yeah. the worldwide box office gross mm. of Valentine's Day. So 2010, budgeted at $52 million. Wow, okay. Again, I this can imagine cast, that would the go cast. uncast. Yeah, yeah. Julia Roberts, I saw, got $3 million for her wow. role. And then I saw another thing that said she got like 3% of the profits. Wow, so, she's barely in the film. Exactly. And like multiple people turned it down. Sandra Bullock turned it down. Like Jodie Foster turned it down. I think Jennifer Aniston turned it down. But I was wow. about to tell you what she made overall, but you might do some quick maths based <laughs> on that 3% of what it could be. So go ahead. Yeah. $52 million. What do you think it grossed? Yeah. Um, it's tough because I feel like people would have been excited for this film. Like you just said, the cast was pretty good. There was some strange curveballs in there but they had a few really good cast members they have bradley cooper we've got anne hathaway we Julia have Roberts. everybody everybody's in this film so i feel like it would have gotten a bit of excitement around it mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. if it would have i think it probably would have got like 80 mil 200 oh no are you joking 16.5 million Oh shit! They must have done advertising. Oh my god, Taylor fucking Swift was in the film. It, it was Taylor Swift's Taylor Swift's uh, film yeah. debut again. Someone who someone who needs to be talked about more. Who's just never in the news, <laughs> as we've brought her up because of goddamn cats. Oh no, we've talked about her twice now. Done two of her movies, and they might be the two lowest we've ever done. <laughs> they yeah. might be there. Uh, yeah, this, I should have guessed that would have been higher, though, with her being in it. And just the romantic comedy, again, yeah. at the time, the big cast. And remember, like, if it grossed $80 million, that would not be a success. No, it'd be a yeah. flop. Yeah, okay. A flop, but indeed. this did have the second biggest opening for a rom-com ever, just behind wow. Sex in the City. Whoa! So Sex in the Holy City two moly. years before had the highest, I guess. Yeah, Sex and the City's great. I would like to rewatch that. I think right, we've talked maybe. about that before, haven't we? Yeah, whenever we want to do something that may be good, maybe. Yeah. Good. But not now. We're in a self-punishing mode. Okay. Yeah. Now, this will be fun, the uh, tomato yes. meter. Yes, so our Rotten Tomato Tomato meter. The critics say, we actually have a review this time, whereas mm -hmm. on one of our previous episodes... There were so few reviews that they didn't even have anything written. 365 so, days. <laughs> yes, yeah, 365 days was the first ever film I think we reviewed that had a zero, zero percent. It was a zero, yeah. Yeah, very well done by them. So for this one, they say, eager to please and stuffed with stars, Valentine's Day squanders its promise with a frantic, episodic plot and an abundance of rom-com cliches. Yeah, this movie fucking sucked. Like, as it much as suck. I hated Love Actually... This is worse. 
And I figured I wasn't going to lead into this episode with an apology again, because I'm kind of, <laughs> I need to wait a little bit, but I would apologize for American crimes if I was going to do that. <laughs> so I got the only one I've ever gotten right was 365 days. I guess that is zero, but I feel like that doesn't count because that was so obviously zero. Yeah. This is what I'm wondering. This is bad. And I feel it's bad. And what you just read off means is really bad. So it has to be in the twenties or the teens. I don't think it'll be single digits. I think the cast alone would keep it out of single digits. But I think it's going to be in the teens. I'm going to go Emmett Smith, 22. 22%? Yeah. Pretty close. So this one is a big green splat of 18%. 18, it went in. Man, that's bad. Oh, that is bad. It is bad. It only has 191 critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Wow. All yeah. right. So that's just that one. So 18 from the critics. Now the audience. Yes. The is audience the wild tends card. to be a little bit higher. This one has got 250,000 plus ratings from the audience. Uh, so how do you think it fared against the critic score? I'm worried about that Taylor Swift crowd. Always oh, yeah, you're right. Pumping. You're right. Uh, even though this was 2010 and, I, and it was obviously very different. The Swifties were not as big of a force as they are now. No, they weren't. Yeah, she just somehow keeps getting bigger. Like she's at it's her apex. Actually, worrying. It's worrying. Yes, it's. I mean, she's been around like it's fifteen, basically fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah, I think now, and yeah, she's getting even more. Her powers are growing. <laughs> she is now <laughs> like the number one thing talked about. The goddamn Super Bowl coming yeah. up is her. I'm gonna say that it's up, but this is a garbage movie. Let's just go with like forty-four. Oh, so close. Damn. They put it all the way up to 47. Oh, man, that was close. Yeah, you did good. That's close. I was way off today. Yeah, yeah. It's Not We haven't recorded in a while. We haven't recorded in a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do think the tomato tomato meter is easier. Do you? Then the gross. If it was something maybe coming out, because like I wouldn't have known that this was that big of a hit. I figured it would be a hit, but yeah. I didn't. You I mean, know, neither of us had heard of it. No, but that's the thing is like it's 50 million. If it would have made 120, like that's a huge success. If it made yeah. 220, that's a huge success. Like three, you know, comes a point where there's not really a limit, you know, to do it. Technically, I have a zero. What do I have? A 101 guesses, zero to 100. Yeah. Right. So I have 101 possible solutions. You have more. So it is kind of easier in that sense. Okay. Right? True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll, that should make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this Valentine's Day, directed by Gary Marshall, who has been on an episode we have covered already. Oh, Him and his I sister have... played a couple in Hocus Pocus, the older couple. Yes, because yeah. he's the director. Yep, that was him. And he's the director. Yeah. Uh, he's director of this movie. He also, you know what, I, he, I think he directed it, but the writer, Catherine Fugate, I saw, also wrote New Year's Day, which New came Year's out Eve. New Year's Eve. Sorry, right. New Year's yeah. Eve, which came out a year after this. And now I'm thinking, well, I know what's coming next December. No, <laughs> I know bad movie coming next December. I just noted down that he directed Pretty Woman and yes. Princess Diaries. So that's how he's got that Julia Roberts Anne Hathaway locked down. Oh, you're right. Princess Diaries. I did not know he directed Pretty Woman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, he's, he's got direct. Some... I mean, I looked, I scrolled quickly through his Wikipedia page. Man was booked and busy yeah. for the large majority of his life. Like every year there was something coming out, whether it be a film or TV. It was done. Yeah. And Penny Marshall was his sister, the one that was in Hocus Pocus. She directed Big. I believe she directed Big. Great movie, Tom Hanks, where he wants to be grow up and be big boy. 
And as well as A League of Their Own, which we ever do like baseball whatnot, A League of Their Own is an excellent movie. Tom Hanks about the Women's Baseball League in World War II. He didn't direct that, but he was uh, an actor in it, and she directed it. His sister. Oh, very good. Great movie. Hunted family. Great movie. And they're both dead. Moment of silence for the marshal. Wait, no. Is Penny Marshall dead? Yes. I don't know. He's dead. You know what? They're both dead. R.I.P. Moment of silence. All right. Let's get into this movie if you want to call it that i don't even remember the name of it but this fucking song that plays over the credits i instantly want to grab that shotgun or that picture i put in the discord today that was me as soon as this song came on with the feet i didn't like that picture how are you gonna pull the trigger with the feet with your you toes? gotta use your, with your toes. big toe Maybe. i don't i don't know you how you guys do things in texas but it's not something we do here Go to well, we'll fish that thing out. Go into Discord, ask what image we're talking about now. I'll put it back in there. <laughs> but this song is terrible, terrible, terrible start for me. I don't remember the music. I think I kind of zoned out during a lot of the musical scenes. It was literally the opening credits. I know, the opening credits. I'm like, oh my god, no, please, no, please. I struggled throughout this film. I can't lie. I struggled a lot. No, this this was fuck it, whatever. Who gives a shit? This I know we talked about it before, and it's one of our running bits of Movies that seem longer than what they are and how oh some God. can be a breeze. When I looked, when I clicked it, uh, pulled it up, I should say, it was two hours and five minutes. And I was like, you know what? I can deal with it. I can deal with two hours and five minutes. It's still too long for a fucking rom-com, but you know what? Fine, I can deal with it. This now takes the cake for me for feeling like the longest I have ever watched a movie. Yeah, Sam. I think the worst one I talked about previously was Cats. Yeah. Yeah, Cats, I couldn't fucking believe how long that was going on for. But this film, I don't know. For me, also, the site that I watched it on didn't have subtitles, so I find that oh, I, that makes tough. it really difficult for me to fo- yeah. to focus for some reason. Yeah, and yeah, it just there seemed to be like no direction what the film was going in. And I think I messaged you like halfway through. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm going to leave the podcast. (laughs) You watched it the day before me. And so I got to see your views uh, or hear yours on that. But there was one, there were two times somebody texted me talking about Instagram being down or whatever. Okay. And I looked at it. I'm like, I'll go, you know, I'll respond in a bit. And I came back to that text when I went to fill up my wine or go to the bathroom or something like that. And I looked at that text, and I would have sworn that that text was over an hour ago. Yeah. Maybe like when the movie first started, or maybe even before, it was 20 minutes before. Oh, no. And I looked at it, and I kept thinking like, no, it's it's not 1.30. This text was at 1.15. It's not 1.30. No. And I looked, and I looked outside, and I kept I checked clocks and like multiple <laughs> things and my watch to think, there's no way. Like literally – it's as if time stood still while this movie was going on. Yeah, I totally agree. I couldn't believe when I was only an hour in. And then it did that weird thing where I knew there was only 10 minutes left. And I was like, where is this going? How is it going to end? What is the conclusion? It, <laughs> it wouldn't just, fucking end. It wouldn't end. And then I didn't know how it was going to end. And then it ended. I was so I was, again, watching it with my girlfriend and she told me. The ending. She told me that Julia Roberts was the mom. No! And I, about maybe, fuck, maybe like 45 minutes left or something like that. She said, like, that's who she was going home to. And I'm telling you, I almost just launched my phone into the screen. <laughs> I, w- I got so, I was fine because this movie was just so boring. 
And there was nothing like rage inducing other than it was just aggressively boring and mediocre. Yeah. But when she said that, I that rage just filled an <laughs> instant. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's that's a really good point. There was nothing like rage inducing. Like we watched some really bad films in January, but a lot of like even if they were bad, they were enjoyable to watch and talk about yeah. because they were just so ridiculous and like just insane but i think when i messaged you i said to you this movie is just shit yeah <laughs> and that's where that's the difference because some movies are bad but they're a good time they're like they invoked some kind of emotion in B you movie for me that was b, b movie, movie with me i yes. hate it but it was like a, it was rage inducing but it was funny it and made I you could, feel something it made me feel something and at least at the time i could think of some funny stuff to say about how i'm gonna like end it all or do whatever <laughs> This just, it kept going. And like I said, you yeah. watch it and be like, wait, did five minutes go by? Did 15 mm -hmm. minutes go by? Yeah. So my only way to describe it is, unfortunately, it is just shit. It, this I is try and be diplomatic sometimes and nice and like try and find good things, but I couldn't. I struggled so much. I was like, what is going to be good about this film? I need to find some kind of saving grace. And I, I couldn't find it. This is the Aragon of rom-coms. Yeah, Aragon, but just bland and boring. I've no, I mean like it's just I bland like the and story. boring. Yeah, Aragon, I I tried so much harder to like because I thought I like the story. It's got a fantasy element. There's some actors in this that I like, you know, but this was just so meh. Maybe if it had a dragon, it might have been more exciting. It would have been more exciting because right out of the gate, we're introduced to Ashton Kutcher, and I yeah. have just I have never liked this dude at any mm -mm. point. Not from Dude Where's My Car which again was such a fucking big movie for like 16 year olds in 2000. I hated him on that 70s show. He's my least favorite character on that. I love that show. He yeah. has not been in any single thing that I've enjoyed him in. I can't stand him. I don't like his demeanor. I yeah. don't like his delivery. And he is the main character. And he's the first guy we're introduced to. His feet, by the way. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Feet. Yeah. There you go. And just, <laughs> oh man. When it was him, I was like, oh fuck. He's like the main guy. Oh mm -hmm. no. Just that that song, whatever the hell it was, and then this, man, it was a bad start for me. Yeah, because looking at the poster, I wasn't sure who was gonna be the lead <laughs> like because there's like people. 17 characters on yeah. the front poster. So when it was revealed to be Ashton Kutcher, I was a bit disappointed because I'm the same. I think people love him. And I've never really been I, sure yeah. why. I'm like, he's okay. I don't have anything I dislike about him, but I don't love him. Um, and yeah, his character starts his day off by proposing to his girlfriend in bed. Yes, Reed is his name. And I can't remember uh, Jessica Alba's name. Morley. Morley. Morley Clarkson. Reed and Morley, two very 2010s names, right? This is right up that fucking 1955 shit right yeah. here. <laughs> yes. Here's... Okay. All right. First off, proposing right as somebody wakes up, bad. Okay. Bad. Like, let them wake up. And second, and I'm going to rail on this because I can't fucking stand that it's such a movie trope of the guy proposing to the girlfriend having no idea where they stand in the relationship. Yeah, They're just so insane. Oh, I can't believe you're proposing. And then he's like, oh, we're gonna have three kids. No, we're gonna have a dog. It's like, this is the stuff that mm -hmm. real people talk about that morons put in their scripts. Yeah, realistically, 
if you're proposing to someone, you already know the answer. You know it the shouldn't answer. shouldn't be a surprise. And you talk about your life. Do you want to have kids? Do you not want to have kids? Do you want to have a dog? Mm -hmm. Where do you want to live? What do you want to do? That's why you do it before. And I, I cannot fucking stand that trope. Yeah. But these two actors, award winners. What? What the fuck? Yep. We have what, MTV, got here video in, this, awards? in this one scene, we have got... Uh, worst actor and worst supporting actress for this film at no the Golden way. Raspberry Awards. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> Wait, Jessica Alba got it. Worst supporting actress. Yeah, she won worst she supporting won. actress. Mm. We got worst actor for Ashton Kutcher. Also nominated was Taylor Lautner. That's that's not fair. Like that's that's <laughs> just such a oh, it's a guy from Twilight. I can't believe I'm defending that dude, but I the, <laughs> the, he was barely in it. His role meant nothing. He was barely in it. Bare, yeah, he, he, clearly him and Jessica, Jessica, him and Taylor Swift were in it to sell kit to sell tickets to the youths and the teenagers. Hundred mm -hmm, percent. Mm -hmm. Their characters meant nothing. They yeah. literally they added literally nothing. Like maybe yeah. one scene where he gives advice to the guy, and then Taylor Swift's her was she nominated? She wasn't nominated. No, she was See, nominated that... for Best Newcomer. At the Razzies? She won. No, 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 not at the Razzies. At oh. the Teen Choice Awards, I think. Oh, of course. It's Taylor Swift. Let me double check. Of course. Yes. I meant, Taylor I just the Swift at the Teen Choice Awards. Movie breakout female. Taylor okay. Swift won. Hey, to her credit, <laughs> she was trying. She was. She was. She yeah, was... bless her. I'll tell you what. Yeah. She was acting like an annoying ass teenage girl who was just like love struck. Yeah. Very Wait. true. Yeah. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Love struck? Uh, probably. Probably. All right. <laughs> but no, but I think Jessica Alba, though, she's she... actually been nominated several times for worst actress. You know, look, she's not a good actress, like period. But she didn't do enough in this movie. I thought she was fine. Yes. She was. She, yeah. she disappeared once she left. I was. What happened to her character? She went to the hotel, checked in with the dog. Yeah. We later see her walking the dog. And then that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So she's worst actress, obviously. See, I don't. I think that's that's another thing too, where they just pick on somebody. Like they're picking on well, her. Yeah. Let me be clear. Actually, I need to be more clear. The year that she won worst supporting actress, she was actually nominated for four films. So it's this not year? just Valentine's Day. Yeah. She got nominated for so four sorry. movies. Yeah, that's my bad. So she's worst actress in The Killer Inside Me, Little Fockers, Machete, and Valentine's Day. So it's a collective. Okay. Okay. Damn. Sorry, I should have been clear. Uh, okay, good. That, yeah, it, that's a that busy makes year, more though. sense. Damn. Yeah, yeah it, busy it does. Year. Yes, it does. But again, she's not good, and it would make sense that like she would get. It. But Ashton Kutcher, well deserved. I'm a fan of the Razzies now. Now, yeah. <laughs> now I'm a fan of them because yeah, I just can't can't stand them. Can't stand them. Uh, Jamie Fox, yeah, is in this one of by my count two black Americans in this movie. Is there uh, any more? Yes. Queen Latifah and him. Yeah. I think was there another actually, one? Yeah. Did they allow no. another one to speak? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, no, no. So they got him in there. Uh, he's a sportscaster who they're making do human interest stories, and he's going to end up chasing after not Cam Jordan. No, oh. the, the football player, the gay. Oh, that I did. oh. Yeah. Um, his name was Sean Jackson. Sean Jackson. Okay, so he's trying to get him. Jamie Fox again is like. Uh, numerous people in here that just disappear from the movie for about 30 to 40 minutes. And oh, then yeah. They pop we back have up. no idea what he's up to. Yeah. He it shows just... up at the flower shop, then he shows up at the party, and really no yeah. reason as to why he shows up at these places Is either. It, was the idea, though, of the ensemble 
just for the poster and just to have it and just to say you did it because there's not, I don't think there's a good movie in here for love. Actually. I thought there was those two Hugh Grant's. Yeah. I thought his storyline was, that's what you make the fucking movie out of. And you take only two or three of those other garbage storylines and weave them into an actual normal movie. And this is just the worst fucking love actually. And I cannot believe I'm actually saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But the fucking American side of it version right here. (laughs) Terrible. And that would be something where, like, his character, like, I just, why? What is it? You know, like, obviously, Ashton Kutcher is the main one. That's the main one we're supposed to care about. And then later on, we get Shirley MacLaine and Hector Elizondo towards the end where she's pouring out her heart about an affair she had. And I'm just sitting there like, why the fuck do I care about this 13th and 14th build people? Mm -hmm. uh, There's too many things to give a shit about here. It's none of them that I care about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's too much going on for us to have time to invest into any of the storylines properly. Yeah. Kathy Bates is here. She has like yeah. two fucking scenes. She does. Why? She's a she's hard ass. second in like the, the cast list. And I was like, oh, she's going to be in the film a lot. And she's just not. What did she get? Because she has less screen time. She does less than Julia Roberts. So if she even got yeah. a million, which you have to pay Kathy Bates. I would hope Kathy Bates was getting a million dollars in 2010 she did. to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking through some of the, the cast list I have here and some of them I don't even remember. Like Anne Hathaway's whole storyline about being a Dude, sex oh my operator God. Let's is get into so it. fucking weird. Let's get into that. 2010, she is an on-call sex operator where yeah. like not times, like at all times, people can, can just, just call her. She can call anytime. Yep. She's doing it from her office phone movie. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> How did they get her work number? She gives out her work number for phone sex operator in multiple times. Her <laughs> boss picks up the call. <laughs> it's just shrugged off like, yeah, you do. You she, girl. She's like, get my calls first. No, no, Queen Latifah. That is not <laughs> how this shit works. You have somebody operating their own phone sex operation <laughs> from your office on your clock this is not a good business no she's supposed to be just working in a mail room or something and she's running this whole dude yeah and then she's like a receptionist there and like is this like cutting edge only fans thing here we get like one-on-one talk yeah i mean this must be pretty high rate stuff all right for her to get personal phone calls yeah another running thing we have that we that I should be writing down is Academy Award winners debasing themselves. Oh, God. I don't remember who we had as the as the worst, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say here Anne Hathaway doing this mm. and doing this Russian voice here, like, like oh, all of this my shit, God. like repeatedly, and then finally when Topher Grace like confronts her outside, she does it for like another ten to fifteen seconds. Movie, we fucking get it. She is a phone sex operator making this. She hadn't won an Academy Award at this time. But this is retroactive, you can say. I'm putting this at the top as the most debased an Oscar winner has ever performed. It's just rubbish. Like, Anne Hathaway is so good. And I can't think why she would read this or why her agent would read this and be like, yeah, you should do this. It would be funny. You can be in this film for, you know, a few scenes, pretend to be a sex operator, and it'll be a great film. Like, I don't know what the thought process was here. Honestly, I think it goes back to... He he was the director on Princess Diaries. It yeah, might have been a yeah. favor, a favor to him, a favor to the yeah. studio. But like, 
2010 girl, you can have some say to be like, okay, I won't do that. I'll do the phone sex operator. I'll do a couple of voices like that, but I won't be outside, like getting into it, talking all like Natasha here. Yeah, it was quite uncomfortable to watch at some God. point. No, terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, oh yeah, Ashton. My next note on here is Ashton Kutcher already in this way too much. Oh, uh, George Lopez is playing like his. It's not his friend. It's his employee, it's like colleague or something. No, yeah. he's the owner. He owns the place. Yeah, so it's his employee. It's his employee that he's treating as like this magical Mexican instead of the old. <laughs> and this is the term for what it's called. Google it. Don't yell at me. The term was magical Negro which what they would always have in old movies of like a sage black guy that would mm -hmm. know everything in there. Or it could be a woman too as well. Oh, okay. And so this is like the fucking magical Latino mm -hmm. in George Lopez who has everything figured out, uh, who just gets that. And I, I don't know, like I, I typically don't really care for George Lopez. I did think he was fine in this. He wasn't too I over don't... the top. Yeah. I don't really recognize him from anything um before, but yeah, he wasn't, Compared to the rest of this movie, he he didn't really stand out as being terrible. <laughs> yeah, he had a long-running sitcom. Oh. I think it was creatively called The George Lopez Show. Right, I see. Yeah, yeah it was one of those. <laughs> um, Patrick Dempsey, and that is McDreamy. McDreamy, McDreamy, and he's playing a doctor. And he's playing wow. a doctor. Big stretch at this time, because again, it's probably yes. right in the middle of it. Like the man's got right? range. <laughs> Well, his range is looking <laughs> stupidly handsome in a suit, and yeah. he just he just does it like I this dude. What it's, he's just so annoyingly handsome, but any character I've seen him play, he's just a bad dude. Has he ever Transformers: not been? Dark yeah. of the Moon? Bad dude. Dark of the Moon. That was 2011, right? Uh, I think, I think actually, that was, yeah, I think, I it, think was. it was 2011. Okay, he's got back to back here, but yeah, he is with uh, Jennifer Garner and Jessica. No, Julia. Julia is her name. Uh, I remember Julia that. is her name, yeah. Yeah, he's a cheating doctor. He's got a double life. He's got a fucking mansion in Brentwood, which I will Where's always... That? Brentwood is in Los Angeles. Like, uh -huh. I don't... It's, it's not Beverly Hills, because that's like Beverly Hills. It's right. where OJ lived. OJ Simpson okay. lived. Yeah, so Brentwood's <laughs> stupid fucking wealthy, all right? As okay. you can tell by the house he drives up into. And yeah, we yeah. see he is a two-timing, no-good cheetah. Yes, and he makes the mistake of telling his local florist that he is a two-timing cheater because why wouldn't you just fucking tell everyone? Yeah, like, he's like, this is too... Bro, you can just say they're fucking employees. Yes, you, you don't need say to be like, this is for my girlfriend. Like, he's just bragging. Oh, I guess the note... Weird. I guess the note would say, love you. That's yeah. true. Hmm. Or you could just... Like, it's so easy to get around. You could just go twice... Just, and somebody <laughs> wouldn't notice, like, you know, or well, just go to two different florists. I'm sure there was an entire floral market that they went to. That's true. And also, this is another thing, and I get it's a movie, okay? But this movie fucking sucks, so I'm going to take it to task. <laughs> Los Angeles. And again, Valerie and Tim can attest to this in that sense. Los Angeles is a fucking goddamn metropolis of, like, 20 to 30 million people. And all of this is these chance encounters. Later on, the babysitter yeah. <laughs> sees the lost kid looking out the fucking window like a goddamn lost puppy. And it's just like you're in fucking Los Angeles where everybody drives, where there's, I don't know, 17 billion miles of road. And you just happen to pull up and see mm -hmm. them right there. So the coincidences are off the fucking chart with this. Yes. 
the way all the characters intertwine is, you know, incredibly what is the word? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> Stupid. Dumb. I, I, I can't said... think of the word I was gonna say. It's totally gone. Oh well, it's I dumb. I said I wasn't gonna get riled or raged up, but I'm building up. I'm building mm. up here. But I just I just don't uh, okay. Well we'll we'll see if I can get that. All right. So uh yeah, leaves Doctor Leaving her says he's gonna go to like San Francisco or something. And then because again, we need more characters. Ray talked about Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. Oh, what yeah. I what I got out of this was that this was like their first time hooking up. Like this might have been like a one time thing, but it's apparently yeah. their third week. So they've been dating for two weeks. Okay, did, right. Did you pick that I, up? No. So I kind of picked up because um, Liz, who's Anne Hathaway, is only substituting in this job. Yeah, it's she's like a stand-in or whatever, temp or something. A temp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I thought that that was the first time they'd hooked up as well. And she made some comment about how she knew it wasn't a good idea to like someone who you work with, but you know, it's just a one-time yeah. thing, whatever. Your she eyes, finally gave in. Your eyes might've been glazed over at the time. You yeah. might've slipped into a coma, but when they're having their Valentine's day dinner, he says, is there, instead of like the four course or the six course or the six course and the eight course, he asked for a one course, been dating for two weeks going on third week. Type yes, of thing. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole Valentine's dinner setup was very bizarre. I've the never seen anything like no, that in my life. It's there for the har hardy har fucking har comedy of yeah. somebody sitting right next. You're not gonna have one long ass family style. And table everyone just sits opposite each other on Valentine so on Valentine's Day again, like the romantic type where these two people are fucking making out right next. It's like no, you're gonna have. Your own, especially a place that's serving a four, six, and eight course yeah. fucking menu. You're going to get your own table with at least some semblance of mm -hmm. privacy. Yeah, it's just, it does look like a birthday party and there's just random people all together. Stupid ass. So movie. dumb. So dumb. Stupid but yeah, I couldn't, I, that whole setup. I went into this movie thinking that it was going to be like loads of different types of relationships. And I know there was a few different types, but. It was just, it felt like the same thing. There's no uniqueness. No, even though there was different storylines going on, I didn't find, like, you know, in Love Actually, there's like, it feels like every storyline is really quite unique. And, you know, even the true, shitty ones, true. it feels like the characters have got their own lives going on. There's actually different things going on and you root for different people or whatever. But this just felt like, I didn't, you know, really distinguish between all the different stories it was just kind of the same meh yeah i think it just goes to the characterization as well that mm -hmm. it's just I, I just didn't fucking care and maybe that yeah. was the writing wasn't good enough because a bunch of actors but topher grace is another one where i don't it, another guy from that 70s show she can no oh, yes, that's why i recognize him yeah no mila kunis no wilder valderrama here uh mm -hmm. no no danny masterson though but that's probably good now yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get him edited. Get him cut out of there like a former Soviet leader. <laughs> Cross Stalin. Get him get him right out of there. Get that Trotsky there. But let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, she is late. She wakes up and she's like scrambling to get out of there. And this dipshit's like, oh, hey, stay a while. Blah, blah. I'm like, are you an idiot? She is scrambling to leave. She needs to go. She's late for work or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking be like, oh, stay a while. Oh, stay a while. Shut up, idiot. Stupid idiot. And also, if she's late for work, is he not also late for work? I don't know. I also think that, like, 
because this is Queen Latifah is his agent. She's the agent. And yes. Jessica Beale was the publicist, like PR, whatever you want to call it, which is weird. Usually that would, I think would be tied together. The agency Somehow, would yeah. handle the agency would handle that. That's the point of it. Like you'd have a business manager that would handle like investments and all that, but you wouldn't have a fucking publicist and an agent. Like that's the whole point of a fucking agent. They represent you. They put out the fucking messages. They and do the work. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. also refuse to believe that this high powered sports agent would have a fucking temp directly to them. That would not happen. There'd be too many fucking secrets and everything to overhear. Like, no, not, not yeah. buying it. Yeah, the whole structure of this company is questionable. <laughs> it is. Okay, as mentioned before, because I guess we need to hit the fucking boomer or silent generation crowd here. Shirley MacLaine and Hector Elizondo show up. Uh, they have a grandson. Grandson? Whoa. Grandson. A grandson. <laughs> and this is where it got me, because I, I put grandson has a dead mother. So oh! You got got. I oh I got got because this dumbass fucking plot and the way they said it because <laughs> no one was just like oh she'll be back it's an eleventh month tour which again a human would do but not a stupid <laughs> lazy script to be like your mom oh your mom will be back though she cares about you we'll send her messages uh, mother he's lovesick and I put I put down God damn it not this shit again I cannot tolerate <laughs> I can't do it after even though I liked crazy stupid love. Fucking hated love. Actually, I cannot do another precocious ass kid mm -hmm. in love. And this kid, and not the actor. I'm not talking about a kid actor, or whatever. This character, this kid, is the fucking worst. He is yeah. the most precocious. I can't fucking stand him. This is why I will never have kids because this kid <laughs> needs to be fucking backhanded into the <laughs> goddamn street. Yeah, I'm just thinking back now about the similar storylines in Love Actually and Crazy Stupid Love. The Crazy Stupid Dude. Love one didn't seem as bad because he was a teenager. And he was a bit older, yes, correct. He's a bit older, so it kind of you can kind of understand he's having these feelings, whatever. Yeah. But this dude and the kid in Love Actually are meant to be like nine 10? or something. Yeah, like nine ten, or ten, nine. yeah. And it just feels weird. Yes, and just like, okay, a kid has a crush on a teacher. That happens. That happens in high school. It happens, whatever. I get it. Kid is not going to be like, I have to buy her flowers. I have to do all this. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get it sent here. Go to this. Deliver it recess. I'm going to do the rest. Shut the fuck up, you little shit. Yeah, it's really, really uncomfortable. I don't know why these children aren't stopped. I was so <laughs> upset that his mother wasn't dead. <laughs> Who did you think Julia Roberts was going back to see then? It, you know what? It, it, the movie was stopped and was asked to me and I had no fucking idea because okay. one, there were 17 characters. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I, I, I kind of ran through my head. I'm like, well, everybody's kind of covered. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know I got caught off by, we'll get to Sean Jackson. We'll get to him. I got caught off by Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I did too. I got caught yeah. off in that whole, well, like him saying that he was gay. I was like, Oh, I yeah. did not see that coming. No, I thought it was going to be him and Jessica Biel. Okay, see, I, I didn't know who it was. I, I didn't think it was anybody that we knew. Like, it, But I'm stupid for thinking it would be somebody that we hadn't seen before. But yeah, no, I, I, believe that, I believe that Jessica Biel. Yeah, Jessica Biel just cannot get a date. Cannot get a <laughs> Oh, my God. And then she's sucking down chocolate. All size two of Jessica Biel. Oh, my Biel. God. Just has I couldn't eat, believe how skinny she was. By eat the way. all this. Dude, I hate this movie. God damn it. Yeah, that, that's another one thing that goes into like the tropes, though, is you put this fucking gorgeous woman actress 
and just have her be like, I can't, I hate love. I can't find a date. And they're just mm-hmm. eating, chocolate, eating chocolate or they're crying. eating takeout and they're doing it. And she's, they're just impossibly skinny. It was like Ryan Gosling eating yeah. that piece of pizza and being like, is oh. that all he's eating for today? Cause that's all he's eating for today in mm-hmm. his workout to have those fucking abs. Yeah. I was just smacking my own forehead every time Jessica Biel was on the screen. Dude. So I just thought this is so this is the worst. It's like this is so... probably one of my least favorite characters in this show because she's just the worst. She's nothing. I don't think she has any redeemable qualities and it's not her fault. She's just badly written. Yeah. I mean, I like the whole idea of like the anti-Valentines, you know? Yeah, but she didn't like girl boss it enough for me. Like she was still like crying and eating chocolates. I feel like you need to lean into it more. Yeah, she was passed out on the floor of her office, like with <laughs> chocolates, because I don't know, she because no one was going to her goddamn party. So yeah, it's the do worst. Do y'all have like Galentines? Uh, sometimes, sometimes okay. I haven't done one in a while. Actually, okay. I might rec- I might suggest that. I might suggest yeah. it. Th- and that's a popular thing to do again for people who, or they don't have to be single. Like it's just for yeah. girls to do. And, gal it uh, up. Gal it up, which, yeah, I'm going to have the opposite programming of that where I'm going to go over to some guy's house and we're going to drink whiskey. Where, oh, nice. Because <laughs> we're both into whiskey, so I'm like, yeah, I'll go do that and just get hammered whiskey drunk while they get champagne drunk and then... With the bros. Yeah, and then the bros and do all that and then stumble over to about five or six, <laughs> stumble through the streets. <laughs> all right. Uh, hello, Taylor Swift, who just won. Apparently, she is the first person now. The Grammys just aired two days ago from the... Oh, yes, yeah. no, two days. Wait. What day is today? Tuesday. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Two days ago from this recording. I guess she's the first person to ever win record of the year four times. Something like that. Yeah. Something she like that. She announced that she's releasing another new album. Oh, I know. God yeah. damn it. I know. And I'm determined. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm determined. I know a lot about Disney. I know way too much about fucking Disney and Disney songs from my ex. Okay. From just being around it. Yeah. You know, the osmosis, if you want to call it. <laughs> I will not like absorb all of this Taylor Swift stuff. I am not going to do, I'm not going to be able to name songs. I'm not going to be able to name albums. I'm not going to do it. So I just, when it comes up, I'm just like, okay, I'm just a lost child in there. Just, oh, was something happening here? Okay, I think the, we need to refer back to this in a year's time no, when I Brett is like, no. watching Taylor Swift at that big, giant, stupid football place in Texas. Where, what is it? It looks like a spaceship. Oh, Jerry World. No, the, it was opposite big, my hotel. It looks like a spaceship. It's yeah, a that's football Jerry field. World. It's where the it's called Jerry World for Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, Cowboys Stadium, Cowboy, AT&T yeah. Stadium. Yeah, AT and T. You're yeah. gonna be there watching Taylor no. Swift. No, dancing your little heart away, and we'll we'll think back to this moment. At no, no, I, I don't like concerts, like big concerts like that. I'm gonna go to like an intimate concert, but I don't. Yeah. I have no desire to go to like a stadium concert or anything like that, especially if that's too big. No. That okay, will not well, happen. We'll see. We oh, we will see. I will <laughs> eat crow, eat my hat, eat whatever okay. you want, uh, <laughs> whatever it is to do to that. That is not going to happen. But yeah, she is playing a high schooler with boyfriend Taylor Lautner. Ooh, mm-hmm. they met on this set, and that's how they started dating. Is it? Yeah, I knew they started dating, but I'd heard they did it like before. But no, they a uh, thing I read saw that they met on this set and then they started dating. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought they were hired 
because they were dating and it was like yeah. going to be a funny thing for them to do. No, that's just uh, kind of what I saw. It's but yeah, they don't do much. He um, no. I'll tell you what, though, that fucking dude is stupid athletic, not just in like doing flips and whatnot. Him running hurdles. Yeah, that that's a hurdler. Like mm -hmm. that, that is not somebody that you're just like, hey, go fucking run hurdles. Like he's doing it with like perfect form. Yeah, until he isn't. Well, until he like dragged it on purpose. <laughs> but beforehand, because like obviously you can do the flips. Oh, yeah, like, it was great. I guess he did a bunch of martial arts. But like that stuff to me is like, don't get me wrong. It's not saying anybody can do it. But it's like the flips and whatnot, you just kind of see it a lot. Same as like dancing moves or whatnot. But like hurdling is something you have to specifically do that you mm -hmm. just don't go doing. So I was just like, holy shit, that's the most impressive thing I've seen him ever seen him do. Yeah, I think I I didn't know if it was him or not at first because I was sort of taken aback by it as well. I was like, whoa, he's really he's hurdling. The yeah. man's hurdling. <laughs> so but then when he stacked it, I thought, oh maybe maybe this is what the 50 mil went on, the CGI <laughs> of uh, Taylor Lautner hurdling. Yeah. <laughs> that would <laughs> money well spent. <laughs> Uh, again, they don't do much. She has a big bear. She does act like a fucking annoying teenage girl, which I know yeah. all too much about. Again, from my job, not because I hang out with teenage <laughs> girls. I always have to preface that for anybody listening. Is it just like, is it like their first Any episode? They're like, wait, did he just say he's saying teenage girl? Wait, he's 30. Um, uh, uh, human resources. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Put a report in. Hello, human resources. Uh, so Julia, Jennifer Garner, is friends with Reed. I didn't know if they were, because I didn't pick up at first if this was a will they, won't they, or if they were like brothers and sisters or something like that. But they're friends together, which explains later on when McDreamy tries to, or buys the flowers. I could not stand, even though that comes up later, I'll talk about it now. When that happens, don't you just say, oh, this, this is your girlfriend and this is your wife. Don't you, aren't you just like, yeah, this is my best friend. Mm. Don't you stand up for your fucking friend? Like, I, I know. It's, it, I don't know if you would at work in front of loads. He's of the owner. Make a big, yeah, he don't make a big scene in front of a group of people no, in, your, I would, in your business. I wouldn't make a scene and be like, hey, everybody, hey, everybody. He's banging my <laughs> best friend. He's married. No, but I just tell him and just to, to be like, yeah, that's my friend. Mm, so I are you going to tell I her would. or am I? I think I would personally, I would keep quiet and tell her immediately. He and should I have told let, her, yes. Yeah, he shouldn't have let her, so you know, uh. go away. But I would personally have told her so we could plan an evil takedown together. Well, she kind of did her own thing yeah. where it's just like, and then, then I'm back on his side because I'm like, let's, let's be more dramatic here. Woman <laughs> trying to be... And you know that scene at the restaurant? I'm kidding, I've I'm seen... kidding. I'm not on his side. I'm kidding. I, know, I, I, I did say, okay, then. I've seen that restaurant scene on TikTok so many fucking times. Like I and really? I've never known what film it's from or where and when I suddenly saw that they were out for dinner, I was like, holy shit, it's the restaurant scene. And I've seen it a thousand times. I know what happens. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You just kind of made me think of something. Is there anything outside of that which you just said? Is there anything memeable from this? No, there's no there's memes. Not. No memes. That's why this movie has not stayed. Yeah relevant it has not stayed relevant at all and you would think like fucking valentine's day if it's halfway worth a shit it will be seen on valentine's day but i'm guessing that new year's eve is also pretty shitty if that's it the... is oh you've seen I've it i've not watched it no i've not watched it but i remember <laughs> actually i think i have watched it 
It's just that bad. I'm pretty certain I have watched it. I'm pretty sure everyone like meets at a clock tower at midnight and it's just so shit. Yeah, it makes sense that it would be. They also did Mother's Day, a movie called yeah. Mother's Day. Why are Day. they doing this? Like one for every holiday. Because he was hoping they, that it would cash in. Well, there's a hint for you that New Year's Eve must have made a lot of money because Mother's Day came out and I think that ended it. So I think Mother's Day. <laughs> hey, Mother's Day's coming up in, uh, is that May? American yeah. Mother's Day is. That's right. Y'all says always before, right? In Ours April? is in March. So it in March. Yeah. Yeah. So Mother's Day here always coincides with my father's birthday. And then Father's Day here is always on the same weekend as my stepmom's birthday. Fascinating. So okay. yeah, it's in March. It's like a couple of weeks before your birthday. Well, all right. Is it the Oids of March? Stabbing old Kaiser. Oh. There. Okay. Grandson's a dead mother, Julie thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had to fly out to New York City. I don't I don't know why I thought New York City. I just assumed that would be it. But then I had to it was what's his face? McDreamy's gonna fly out to New York City and it's just like, nah, this cracker's lying. Oh, but he wasn't going to San Francisco. Yeah, he's going to San Francisco. I don't know why I had New York City down. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says that's what he's doing. And I got confused. I didn't know if Jennifer Garner got on the plane or not. But I there was think a goof. She did. There was a goof. I think. Is there? Yeah, I think she was supposed to, but I think in the scene afterwards, she mentions that she's like still there. Yeah, because I it looks like she, Ashton Kutcher's there, and he's like, "Don't get on the plane." She's like, "I'm gonna go and figure yeah. it out." And I was like, oh, "Okay, she's she's went," but then it shows her going to the hospital, which is in LA, asking yeah. the doctors about McDreamy, and they say they let on. This this woman woman is the real MVP of the movie. She's like, he's at this restaurant tonight. And I was like, my gal. That, so, that threw me off because I'm like, wait, this is San Francisco. Yeah, I how thought she they, was in San Francisco. <laughs> how do they know his plans at home? It's almost like the editor didn't give a shit either. Yeah, he got to this point in the film was like, oh my God, how do I save this? Let's just fuck it up beyond belief. He's like, the check cleared. Okay, I'm done. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> let's go to dinner. Uh, let's go out there. Uh, yeah, it's fun. We get this, the secret life. He's at, what's his name? Fucking McDreamy. Uh, his, his name is Dr. Harrison Copeland. Harrison Copeland. And he's married to Pamela. Harrison and Pamela. Secret life. Doesn't daddy juggle well? Yeah, what the fuck? As he's juggling. She knows he's having an affair for sure. Well, he's like literally juggling. He's like, literally juggling. The... But the way she says it, she goes, oh, daddy's really good at juggling. I was like, yeah. girl, she knows. Yeah. That was pretty damn impressive too. He's like juggle and he hit. The one yeah, to her and then like even more advanced. Yeah, he hit the one to her. He did something with the other one and then ate that one. I was like, oh, shit. That looked like he actually did that. He's kind of McDreamy. He did. He did. Uh, so uh, this is where finally I think we get to the last fucking people outside of the goddamn Emma Roberts and the high school kids, which I don't ever think I fucking oh, wrote God. anything down. Bradley yeah. Cooper and Julia Roberts are on this plane. I, I guess that was the whole point was we weren't supposed to know if – he was like into her because eventually yeah. he gives her. He's apparently very rich. I don't know what he if he if he says what he does, but he has a car. And they hit it off, and it's just some. Well, they kind of hit it off, and of course, because it's 2010, which is too fucking late for this shit. All this like flag humping and saluting the troops, all this horse shit. Do that in like 2006, seven, maybe eight. Mm -hmm. This is the Obama years, okay? President <laughs> Bush has been voted out. We're over. The Iraq <laughs> war at this point. But this, she's like some fucking like captain. 
Yeah. And I, 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 I'm not going to fucking go back and rewatch this ever again. But now I want to try to remember like how they set it up that she's going home yes. to her man or yeah, whatever. She never confirms it. She just says, I'm going home. I've got one day here. Is that what? And okay. he, he just yeah, assumes, that's all she says. Okay. He just assumes, oh, you know, for Valentine's Day, you know, he's oh, a lucky dude. And she yeah. just doesn't doesn't deny or confirm it she just you know like a normal human being isn't like oh no i'm just going home to see my son yeah i would like to say that this movie like you know ex not removed what is it pulled the rug out from under yeah 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 i just don't think i gave a shit enough to pay attention that was the thing the only thing that got me is when it turned out that bradley cooper was the partner of the gay footballer i was like oh okay that was it I just didn't give a shit. The only thing yeah. that I was like, oh, was when he said, like, I'm gay. That, like, actually, I was like, oh, oh, oh. I'm gay and I'm going to play. I'm gay oh, and no. I'm going to play. But no, Bradley Cooper. And then I just was like, fine, movie, end. You got me. Cool. Cool. Just <laughs> fucking get it over with. Uh, Morley is not wearing the ring and wants Ooh. to keep the engagement on the down low, which is just like, dude, okay, that's, that's a it. red flag. Yeah. And then he's, oh, I got this. All this fucking horse shit in there. Just about like they talk about the the dog have two dogs and the kids. I just can't fucking stand how clueless he is. Yeah, he's just it's painful to watch. It's just that he yeah. genuinely thinks this is a great thing, and I kind of love that both of his friends were just like mm, not excited for him. Well, they were excited, and then as soon as he says she's called it off, they're like, yeah. oh yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Again, the, the magical Latino knew what was going on. As exactly. He, as he says later. And I have down, I can't do this again. Not another precocious kid romance. This is where then starts to kick off. He orders the roses with like $13 and then says to map quest it. And that just, oh my God. What's that? Map quest is where before smartphones and everything, you'd go to like Yahoo Maps or MapQuest. Okay. And I would print out the directions. Oh my god. And gosh. then when I would drive somewhere, I'd have to look at this printed page <laughs> of directions as That's I'm getting amazing. this. So that sent like me back written directions. No, like printed out. Like Yeah, but I mean like uh like words or like on yeah. a on a map. No, like words, like turn okay. right at so and so like, for three oh miles. My god, to that's so funny. Boy, I got lost in Grand Prairie so many fucking nights because goddamn map quest. Just did, it did not work for me or was not That's updated. So good. No, I love that. Yeah. So that sent me to a pre-smartphone era to about a 2003, 2004 era of just Map I, I gotta print out my directions. And if I get lost, all right. That's it. You're fucked. If it's at night, is there a moon? Oh fuck me. I guess I have to go find a street. Does this street go north and south? Okay, well, now I know this. I'm gonna go west or whatever it is until mm -hmm. I know there's a highway. And then once I get to that highway, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's so. I I was out at um like a real country pub recently, like well, like last summer, and we had stopped at the pub for a drink just as we were at like mid walk, and this really elderly couple drove up to the pub and came in with this huge like map, you know, like a road map, like an and they were map. like, "What can you point on the map where we are?" And I was like, "No, I don't <laughs> no. know where we are." And they were like, "We need to know how to get to this town. Can you give me directions?" I was like, "Absolutely not. Like, can you have you got a phone? Like, can I just show you Google Maps? Like, it's so easy." <laughs> you got a phone. If you have, I was just like, "No, I don't know how to read a map." Were they really old? They were like obviously 60s. they were driving by themselves, so they were in you 60s, know 70s. Yeah, I reckon they're in their seventies. 
God, but that's me and my friends were like, no, we can't read a, read a map. <laughs> have you got a phone? <laughs> Can you just, if you don't got like even a sat nav or a smartphone or anything, it would make your life so much easier. I'm about to blow your mind. Let me show you this real I mean, quick. <laughs> they should have known that. Yeah. Not going up to like younger people. Some millennials. Yeah. To be like. Oh, hell, they might have thought y'all were like 50, though, because you're just younger, Maybe. right? Yeah, they're just like, you're about 50? No. I felt really guilty then, though, because I remember back in the day when we used to read maps in the car. And I'm sure I would be able yeah. to in a crisis situation, but like, they were just going to. down the pub. Yeah. No, that's something, again, just history and like loving maps and being able to read that I can just, I love maps. Yeah. And just putting it out. That's what I got for Christmas. My parents got me this AAA, like all these maps of like the highways and everything like that. And oh, like, cool. Oh. It's cool to look at, but I'm never going to fucking use it in that yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. I got they're very nice decorative <laughs> Yeah, they're cool yeah. to look at. Yeah, they look over. But my, parent, my parents both do that as well. Like if I say to my mom, my, you know, when I go and visit my mom, I'll drop her off and pick her up whenever she needs to be. And she'll be like, okay, so you need to pick me up from here. So you go through the town, go left, da 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 get to this place, go right. And I'm like, stop talking, mm -hmm. stop talking, stop talking, stop talking, like, no. stop talking. And she's like, yeah, but I'll just tell you the directions. And then you don't need, I'm like, I can't remember what you said, like, Three minutes ago. Yeah. So I'm just going to put it into my phone and it'll show and me. go. Jeez. And then I'll press go and it'll be amazing. Just don't worry. But every time she'll yeah. just sit and tell me the direction. She'll be like, go to Susan's house. Turn right. I'm like, who the fuck, Susan? That is, is <laughs> definitely a better thing. Uh, a new age thing that is definitely 100% oh, better. So good. All right. So Anne Hathaway is channeling her Devil Wears Prada role, which I just saw. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You enjoy it? Awful. No, I know. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. I think Shut I, your mouth. <laughs> I think I think I gave it an impromptu B, but I could okay. it could go to an A. I think it go to an A. I enjoyed it. Like I would watch it again. Yeah, only, it's fun. The only problem with that movie is just the unlikability of Meryl Streep's character. Like, yeah, and she never yeah. really turns it around and has a redemption. She has it's, the moment where she's like talking about her husband's divorce and stuff or her husband's cheating on her or whatever, ha, but ha, it's still ha, not suck like... Suck it, bitch. Like, you suck yeah. as a person. I don't care. Good. I hope you're miserable, you cunt. It's not like... like she's a I miserable never felt cunt. super sorry for her. No. No. She was the worst. And even when, like, Anne Hathaway... Spoiler alert. When Anne Hathaway's trying to tell her something, something's about to go down, and I know it ends up that she knew about it. But even then, just like she didn't have a moment to like to, I don't know. I did yeah. enjoy the movie. I thought Anne Hathaway was really good in it. Stanley Tucci's just fucking awesome. Like he's always yeah. awesome. But just the unlikability of that character just kept me from like always one thing I would say, always rewatching that or regularly rewatching that movie. Yeah, I think I need, I'm due a rewatch. I haven't seen it since being like an adult. Yeah. Oscar. Oh, maybe. All right. Okay, here we have Eric Dane. Finally, this might be the last character maybe that we bring up in that sense of name went in there. Eric Dane, who is Sean Jackson. Yeah. Not Deshaun Jackson, who was a very popular and well-known wide receiver at the time. Oh. That's what that's what's throwing me off. It's like football, Sean Jackson. I want to keep saying Deshaun Jackson, which is not oh, a 35-year-old white okay. guy at this time. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. He's a old-ass quarterback and... For some reason down, I have calls karaoke, Jessica Beale. What? what? I don't know. So I should mention this. I took, I forgot my computer to take notes on this. So I took notes on my phone on the notes app. And so I had to like furiously type. Yeah, and, and towards, sometimes the predictive text will change. Sometimes it the stuff. predictive text or whatever. So calls karaoke, Jessica Beale is hosting a dinner, but no RSVPs. I think I was supposed to put that was his publicist. 
Oh, yeah, probably. I, I was trying I to think, did I miss something in my karaoke? No, I don't no. think I did. No, my fingers started to break down. By the end of the movie, they were like legit hurting uh, to do that. So I'm probably never going to do that again. So we got that storyline introduced. But hey, why not have another fucking high school one here that doesn't involve the two Taylors? These high school kids, all right, it's fucking Emma Roberts, and I don't give a shit about the other kids' name or their names at all, all right? Their whole thing is, they're going to have sex on their lunch break and lose their virginities. And movie, <laughs> movie, let me sit you down real quick. I'm going to pull the chair around, put my hat on backwards like I usually do to be all hip with it. I don't want to root for high schoolers to lose their virginities, okay? If we want mm -hmm. the characters to succeed in their motivation, I'm then going to have to root for these children to have sex, all right? <laughs> This does not belong in this movie, all right? Send this back 11 years before to American Pie. Yeah. Where if you're going to do it, you do it in a teenage sex romp. You don't put it in the middle of this supposed heartfelt movie with veterans and active service duties going <laughs> home and then fucking silent generation where they're going to renew their vows. This movie does not, I'm sorry, the storyline does not fucking belong here. Get excise it and fucking catapult it into the sun. Yeah, I don't want it's just so awkward it's so awkward sitting like oh they're gonna do this i'm like am i gonna have to watch this i don't want to see this then the uh, kid gets fucking naked i know oh it's God. so horrible and yeah they're just their whole plan is absolutely ridiculous so like we're gonna go home to my house on our lunch break and just have sex and then come back to school <laughs> which okay like fine cool i'm sure a lot of people do that and have done it mm -hmm. i don't need it in a fucking movie or yeah. it, or in an American Pie seventeen fucking whatever whatever ideas they've run out in that or whatever I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the yeah. whole idea was just it was just unsettling. No, terrible, terrible. But the Taylors are gonna wait, and she ironed on a, a lucky number. Apparently, it's her lucky number thirteen. Which okay, I know I said I'm not gonna know a lot about Taylor oh. Swift. Unfortunately, this this is relevant. This is mm -hmm. relevant. Because she just fucking won, I believe it was her 13th Grammy. And wow. so I, I had to watch as she said it was her 13th Grammy. I then maybe by proxy picked up that 13 was her lucky number. And I think because this is her 13th album coming out, I think that's how I know that. Okay, that's the last and only thing wow. I'm ever going to know. Oh, Swifty, the God knowledge. Damn it, I am editing that out. Okay, what time? It's 5.01. We started at, okay, edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember what Taylor and Taylor suggest as a pre-match warm-up? By pre-match, I mean pre-sex. I don't. Um, it was have something small to eat, Gatorade, and push-ups. Okay. So now yeah. you know. Now I you mean, know. Have something. That's actually, you know what? <laughs> you know what, movie? <laughs> that's, that's actually really good advice. And I will... <laughs> Make a note of that <laughs> for Friday. <laughs> okay. That's actually not bad, though. Like the push-ups yeah. again for the guy, get a little pump on. Always yeah. something light to eat. All right. Do not. If you're ever going to go out or do something like that, don't fucking have a full-on meal. Don't eat anything heavy, okay? Nope. No garlic. I no love fucking dairy. garlic. No, no <laughs> dairy. I'm not a fucking psycho. Like, come on. Oh, I always have a pre-sex glass of milk. No, fuck off. Like, that's my thing. That's my, oh, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. And I just get that milk and no, Homelander it down. Straight from the bottle. Straight from the bottle. And it's like Popeye. You know, Popeye gets his <laughs> arms. <switch>. That's 
What does the milk do? Oh no. <laughs> you did this. You did this. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you did this. No. Oh, you were thinking no. the milk and where it goes. Oh, not the milk. Yeah, but... <laughs> I hate this. Oh man. I will <laughs> I will be uh this will definitely be left in. All right. Uh so we get to the kids' class, and I love this. I'll admit this is the highlight of the film for me. This fucking kid Franklin, who's the wild card of the film, the kid, that's, uh -huh. the kid with the big hair and always putting his head over and yelling at people. Okay, he, yeah. He brings up the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, I didn't. But okay, I, so I thought it was funny anyway. I'll explain it all at once. He brings up the St. Valentine's Day Massacre and says that this is what cursed the Chicago Cubs. All right. <laughs> so here's the thing about it. This movie came out in 2010. The Chicago Cubs won the World Series. I think it was 2016. Mm -hmm. And it ended this curse. All right. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre, I believe, was sometime in the 20s, maybe it was the early 30s, where mobsters had this meeting. They took a bunch of other mobsters, like machine gun or Tommy Gundam, submachine gundam against the wall. It was known as the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. What was the hell? Where was this site? Chicago. Oh my god! Yeah, so this brutal like gangland slaying. Um, I don't think it might have had to do with Al Capone. I don't remember that, but huge thing, very popular, still comes up. This did not curse the Chicago Cubs. The <laughs> Cubs were cursed with the the curse of the Billy Goat. Oh, I think it was something like a goat ran on the field. Right, they kicked the goat out of the stadium, and the goat like and they got cursed. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked I, love, I love sports bros because they all uh, just come up with the most. The sports bros are the ones that will give you shit for believing in like horoscopes or Taylor Swift fandom. Taylor Swift yes. fandom. And then they'll say fucking shit like this. Like, I have to wear certain underwear when I go to a football game. I didn't wear this left sock one day and then we yep. got a curse and then the goat came and we haven't won a game in 17 years. Like, it's so unhinged and I love it, but also I resent them. Or they will stand in one spot for two hours because <laughs> it, where they were standing was when something good happened. Yes, during, and that's why it happened. During the 1998 Big 12 Championship. <laughs> I didn't do that. No, that wasn't me. That was just random. Okay, I that love was, it. No, that was random. I don't know who would have well, done that when they typical, were 14 years old. Typical Aries behavior. March Aries behavior. We're going to be like, and then when everybody <laughs> says something, I'm going to go yell at them and tell them how I feel. That's what it is. No, the old baseball curses that were the best. The Red Sox had one where they traded Babe Ruth, like this player, most famous player ever, best player ever. They traded him, and then they didn't win a World Series for like a hundred and like ninety five years. <laughs> so it was a curse of the Bambino. Oh and my yeah, god! Baseball, it's so funny. Baseball is nuts. Uh, the florist. Oh, this is where the, the doctor uh, Harrison Copeland or whatever his name was orders the flowers, but he gets the bubba bu busted. Uh, the Virginia. Yeah, I don't want to fucking root for the goddamn teenagers getting laid. Uh, okay, this is where we get the fucking kid. The boy is upstairs. He's strapped on his guitar. He's naked. The mom comes into the room. Okay, fine. The mom comes in, has no idea. Oh my god, my daughter's naked boyfriend is in the room. I'm going to leave the room get out of right the room, now. Mom. I'm going to close the door and I'm going to tell him, hey, whatever, get dressed. You know, we'll talk about it later. Get out, whatever. Why are you here? Blah, blah, blah. Just get dressed and we'll talk about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. She not only stays in the fucking room, she goes towards him yes. for some reason and is saying, like, rah, rah, rah. he then is like, okay, I got to get out of here. I'm going to walk up next to her. And I swear his bare ass like brushed up against her. It must what have done. Is this scene? 
this was on her, I must say. Completely. Because, yeah, because he's a stupid teenage boy, right? He's trying to do something, I guess, romantic, whatever. And he doesn't think that she's going to come home. And she, yeah, you're right. She should have opened the door, immediately closed it behind her. Well, realize like, oh my God, there's an intruder. Someone's naked. Oh, that's my daughter's boyfriend. Okay, okay, it's yeah, not, I'll it's leave. not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not some rapist coming in. Like at that point, just like, oh, what are you doing? What, why do you think he's here? He's going to bone your daughter. Okay. <laughs> That's what he's here for. It's Valentine's Day. Come on. It's Valentine's Day. It's a lunch break. They have no goddamn <laughs> privacy. He's going to bang her. All right. And then they're going to go to fucking soccer practice or whatever the fuck they do afterwards. Babysitting. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Jesus. Worst scene of the movie. What, easy. Easily. Yeah. For me. I think I agree. I think I agree. It was really, really horrible. God. All right. A bunch of other stuff we've kind of said before. Uh, at the school, uh, Reed delivers the flowers. Not the kids' flowers, by the way. <laughs> he never yeah. does. This kid's shit. been scammed. Shithead he got, even though he didn't pay for it, like he took the money <laughs> and he took the $13. At the school, and this is another trope I cannot fucking stand. When he just, I, I have to tell you something. No, no, it'll be short. I have to tell you something. Fucking say it. Just, Just say, say it. it. Grab yeah. them and be like, I have to fucking tell you this right now. Mm -hmm. It is pretty much life or death. I hate this yes. shit. This is from the other perspective is also really annoying because if someone said to me, I need to tell you something, I'd be like, drop everything. What the fuck is it? Because if you don't tell me now, I'm going to think about it for the next yeah. two weeks. I have to know. Like I, I have, have to, know. to know. Yeah. So if you were to come to my class and be like, just to let you know, after school, I have to tell you something. I'd be like, kids, settle yourself down for a second. What is it? I need to know right now, immediately. Even if even if it was like a, a DM or a text, someone's yeah. like, if I just see bro on there, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm what? literally like looking at my phone. And like, if there's not dot, 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 I'm like, yeah, what, 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 what? What, what, so what? Just looking at the dot, look at the, I have to know that. So yes, yes, I can't stand it. And then she's out there and then all hell breaks loose. Get some classroom management. Anne oh Hathaway, or not Anne Hathaway, Julia Garner, Julia, Jennifer Garner, name Julia, there you go. <laughs> Julia. Get some class, I know they're like grade school kids, mm -hmm. put some fear into them. Yeah, like she I has no control. Like I regularly leave my classroom and like, because nothing's going to fucking happen. Like yeah. I, I left the other day to do something, uh, to talk to somebody outside and we were playing like this game on the screen and this kid was in my chair, like on the computer when I came back. And I was like, uh-uh. And I was like, I was like, hey, what? What are you doing? Oh, I was going over there. I'm like, no, no, get outside. Cause I'm like, you have to let the class know that like this shit can't, you can't let that fucking happen. And yeah. that was nothing even like there wasn't even all hell breaking loose. People weren't yelling. Like a kid just went behind my desk and got in the chair. And I was like, no, no. Like that's not okay, sir. Yes, no. And it's just like that is way too comfortable at that sense yes. to go sit, even though like you can be cool with somebody. Like to go up and sit in a teacher's desk and start like using the computer. That is a whole thing to be. Yeah. Like, when they're not in the room, it's like, no, it's dodgy. I need to get one of those like club ropes and just hang it right there. To yeah. be like Nobody ever. <laughs> just, you just don't go by the rope. All right. If the rope is there. Yeah. You don't come by here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Edison doesn't get his flowers. LOL. Like just LO fucking L. Like each shit. Yeah, ever. <laughs> Morley is dumping him because dipshit over here did not find out how she actually felt and she has taken the dog <laughs> get i wrecked. love that get she was wrecked, just gonna son. leave in the middle of the day without telling dude like and then take the dog too yeah Damn. she was just gonna leave with everything and I, the worst part is when he starts unpacking her back 
Yeah, and dude, let oh my god, you oh my fuck, what god, a, this is so embarrassing. Just cringe to the max here. Just absolute fucking cringe inducing. I didn't uh, I didn't bring up where Sean, the football player, rear-ended George Lopez. Oh yeah. Um, and he he talks about how far behind he is on the deliveries. He busts like about he ruins about a dozen people's Valentines because those oh my things god, yeah. those aren't getting delivered. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Ashton Kutcher, you're gonna lose out on money there, and your Yelp review is gonna go down for that shit. <laughs> they are so far behind in quotes on their deliveries. This asshole has to go talk and try to deliver something special to his <laughs> fiance. <laughs> Not anymore. And then when they go outside, George Lopez is just fishing. <laughs> He's just fishing. I'm like, how? Well, you're not far behind. You don't care about Where's these deliveries. There's a sense of urgency here. It's Valentine's Day. He's fishing in this fucking like whatever area of GTA 6 this was that I don't remember. <laughs> these canals. Oh my God. Santa Monica so maybe funny. or something? Yeah. Oh man. All right. Now here's the highlight of the movie for me. All right. So Reed goes to the airport because he finally gets convinced that, oh, my God, Julia is the one. And at the Southwest Airlines, Southwest Airlines, I think might be based in Dallas. I don't know. At Love Field in Dallas. Oh, okay. Very popular. There. The actor behind there is Larry Miller. He's awesome. He's in a bunch of shit. Apparently, he was in The Princess Diaries also. That's okay. another tie in there. Uh, just hilar uh, hilarious comedic actor. There you go. Comedic actor. <laughs> And this uh, he's doing the best thing to stop my will to live fading so quickly. But it's <laughs> I'm losing it fast. Yeah. The, towards the end of the movie, I really struggled, really struggled. So struggled. There's no notes, no notes. There's just me trying so hard to keep my focus. It just oh, mercy, mercy. Yeah. So he, of course, he gives him like a fucking Wonka ticket to get through and go wherever he wants. Yeah. What the fuck is and then as way? he's as he's waiting in line barefoot, bro, you are not wearing socks. You are working on your feet, making deliveries all day. And you're not wearing socks through TSA. You should have been sent to Gitmo right now. What is that? Guantanamo Bay, where we oh, hold people God. indefinitely. Forever on Cuba, ever. no, we do. It's where we keep them on Cuban soil, so we don't have to give them like rights. <laughs> There's people there been there for like 20 years, and the which people is where, who don't wear socks, that's people, where they go. <laughs> people who don't wear socks in Al Qaeda, and <laughs> that's where we keep it. Those are the people that fucking get my help. Put, send them to the Florence Supermax. I don't give a shit. You should never see the light of day again. But he takes <laughs> off from TSA in a post 9/11 world. Finish your drink. No. No, and, no, no. Yes, we get a code Foxtrot, and he just, oh, God, this movie. I'm just, I feel like I'm, you, I don't know how they would react if you started running through an airport. I feel like in America, you'd be shot. You, would, you wouldn't be shot because there's too much, there's too many people. Like, yeah, police yeah. would, police may do that, but you would, man, you want to talk about ruining a lot of people's day. Because yeah. depending on what you Grinded. look like. And yeah. depending on what has happened, they may like lock that fucking area down. Yeah. Like that is not something you fucking trifle with. It's fucking yeah. TSA. You're not just going to find your friend to tell her that her boyfriend's an asshole. Stupid ass movie. Giving people those dumb, ideas. Dumb, dumb, dumb. At least when Love Actually did this, it was a kid and it was like pre 9-11 maybe. Can't remember no. when Love Actually came out. No. Remember the whole fucking beginning was nine about 9-11, about uniting the world. Oh, it was 2002. Fuck. Oh yeah, that's right. It was about like the love of the world. Was it? Wait, was it? Who was talking? Nah, it was love actually is all around. It was Hugh Grant. It was Hugh. Not Gr Hugh Grant. 
Was it Hugh Grant? No, it wasn't no, Liam Neeson. Hugh Grant. Okay. I'm talking shit. I'm talking. Shit. I don't remember who it was either. Oh well. Love either... actually is all around. Yeah, it's an Englishman. Definitely an Englishman. Yeah, but it wasn't Hugh Grant though, was it? Was it? I don't remember. It was who your, the one who played the Prime Minister. It was Hugh Grant that was doing the voice. Yeah, I think okay. so. All right. I think. I mean, I don't know. Hugh Grant from Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, not all the other <laughs> stuff he's done. Uh, he says he has an ache in his gut the size of Texas, and I'm like, you leave Texas out of your mouth. <laughs> Don't bring Texas. Don't into you this. dare bring Texas. <laughs> Don't you have me hold my lighter up and be like, yeah, Texas. No, I will not, sir. Uh, oh yeah, Julia Robertson and Bradley Cooper in this for some reason. Oh yeah, we have it. Uh, <laughs> we go to the soccer match, and Franklin's talking shit until he gives up a goal. <laughs> the little goal. <laughs> He's a little goalie there, and he's talking all that shit. It's Franklin's house, and he gives up the fucking softest goal ever. Oh, it's just so... I just didn't find any of this entertaining. I wasn't even... I didn't even, like, chortle a, a little bit at it. I was just like, this is just so shit. No, and then, like... And here's where he had me again. He looks around. Edison looks around, and he's upset that his mom is dead. I know. <laughs> but then I'm like, where's the dad? Yeah, where is dad? Where's the dad? Oh, no, the grandparents are just there... They weren't even there, were they? Oh, the nanny was there. That's right. The fucking grandparents weren't even there. They don't have anything to do. Yeah. I don't know what, where the dad is. I don't know. Maybe we missed that. Maybe it's not acknowledged, but this kid doesn't have a father, I guess. And we all thought it was going to be Bradley Cooper's stepdad. I didn't. I, I had no <laughs> idea where that was. I, just, I could not have cared less. Like, I really don't. <laughs> I just was like, okay, he's not. I don't know. I should have realized Bradley Cooper was gay. Yeah, I, mean, I called him that like so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jamie Foxx is in this doing something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kara. Kara is Jessica Biel, right? Okay. Yeah. No, nope, Kathy. I, it's Kathy? Uh, maybe not. I, no, I think it's, it's Kara. Not. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. not. You're right. Okay. Kara is alone and neurotic. And again, she's <laughs> he's a size two chomping down on this candy and it gets spilled everywhere with Jamie Foxx. And it's just, why are they, are they together simply because, hey, we're, we're going to match him up because they're yeah. hot, I guess. I didn't see. There's just there was nothing that was drawing them together. It wasn't it wasn't like, oh, we're both in the same path of life. They just happened to be in the same place a few times and they decided Dude, they were going to be together. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And this is where, OK, we got like Taylor Lautner is stupid athletic. Um, Taylor Swift, not so much. No. <laughs> Her running? Oh, my God. Was she actually running? I don't know. It's so... There's she... a lot of things in here where I'm like, is she acting or is that just what she does? Yeah, but like the running was something to be like, she has to be running like like a ditz. There's no way yeah. that's her actually running. She's got to be playing it up, I think. I think I hope. so. I hope. And I, hope, I, I am hope. pleased to say that I had to chase down a cat last night. A cat got loose in the apartment complex oh. in like the area. And I had to sprint after this cat and I didn't get hurt and I held my own like running and I was like, okay, good. Nice. Because if you would have told me like if I just had to go off on a dead sprint, mm. I might have strained something. And so the fact that I didn't down this hallway, I was like, okay, good, good. I, I held my own on a dead sprint without any kind of warm up chasing down this little one eyed cat. Yeah. Oh, Lucian. Lucian made a break for it, a couple breaks. My guy. Yeah, yeah, not that time. That could have been bad, but uh, I got him down. <laughs> yeah, track star back in captivity. Track star Brett got him <laughs> threw his ass back in the apartment. He will never come out of it. 
Uh, oh, we get it because I've just shown this in my American pop culture class. We've been mm -hmm. watching Grease. And oh, nice. uh, yeah, Taylor Lautner crashes into a hurdle and has this Danny Zucco moment because that's how Which he got the one? he crashed into a hurdle. And uh, that's how Sandy comes down and talks to him again. Oh, yeah. shit. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that in yeah. Greece. I did not. It was a great movie. That really it is. It is good fun. I it, love the music in Greece. The music. And I'm pleased to say that amongst the very, very small sample size of high school kids that I have, it was very well received. The movie oh, good. They and especially it. the music. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah that. That's no, it's, good. It's great. Did it's they very... say that it's just high school musical? Nobody mentioned high school musical. That troubles me not because. A person. High School Musical is pretty much the same storyline as Grease. Yeah. And it always worries me that kids will watch Grease and be like, this is just High School Musical. Okay. <laughs> so here you go. You ready for this? Okay. Ready for this existential crisis or moment? When do you think High School Musical came out? Okay. I can make an educated guess. Okay. 2008. Nope, 2006, okay? Okay, okay. When do you think 11th graders and 10th graders primarily were born? Oh, so they don't even know there what high school musical go. is. There you go. They were born after. People graduating this year. Mm-hmm. Anno Domini, 2024, would have been born in 2006. Oh, okay. Now I'm a, I'm a boomer, I think, actually. There you go. She's like, did they mention that? I'm like, you're mentioning a movie that came out before <laughs> they were born. Yeah. Yeah. A fun oh, thing. Dear. A fun thing the other day was I don't know, we were talking about something. I was like, oh yeah, that came out like 10, 15 years ago. And they were like, no, that came out like in 2013 or 14. And I just looked I'm at like, them and I saw it like triggered and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, that was 10 years ago, 2014. <laughs> That's so horrible. That is horrible, but that is the world that we live in. Um. Mm. Oh, here's another thing. This is the nadir of this fucking movie. Okay, it wasn't that scene before, but these goddamn high schoolers. <laughs> what is with Emma Roberts telling multiple adults, including a teacher or a faculty member, that she is losing her virginity today? Yeah, I don't. I don't vibe with this. She I feel like you grandparents. Yes. Yeah, she tells her no. So it's not so, her grandparents. Oh, you're, you're right. The kids' grandparents, nanny grandparents. Yeah. Initially, I thought it was her own grandparents. I was confused by this whole thing. But it wasn't. It's the the grandparents of the kid that she babysits for. So yeah, she tells them. She then tells. She just tells fucking everybody. She told somebody at the school that yeah. woman that was and like I crunching mean, the coke can. Yeah, I mean it's great that you're open about stuff, I guess. But I don't think it's very believable. It it is no no that is inappropriate. It's mm -hmm. one thing if you tell a trusted adult, like if it's somebody yes. that we know, it's like a teacher you've had that you really trust or if it's a close family friend, or if it was your grandparents, or something along those lines, I could kind of stretch it, but like, this is the kid you're babysitting. This is his grandparents. Yeah, You are not that close. That You're going to be like, yeah, me and my boyfriend, we're going to fuck today. But it got <laughs> fucked. It's just, I just hate yeah, sorry, it. I I'm, hate it. I'm not available to pick up uh, the kid from school this afternoon because I'm going to be at home. Yeah boning my oh, boyfriend by the way later on when i lose him and have to run around all of los angeles to find him don't don't uh forget about that thing we talked about about banging yeah like, uh, my head was in the game <laughs> fucking stupid but you know what else is stupid is the movie stopping down to have this 70 year old couple mm -hmm. talk about an affair that she had in this like heartfelt moment that was not earned at <laughs> all and i would just 
reaching for tomatoes to throw at the screen. <laughs> some rotten tomatoes. <laughs> just anything, even just some fruit, anything I could grab to launch yeah. at the screen. Did she say I that this was this. in Ireland? Well, what are, the, the was affair? the affair in Ireland? Is that what she said? Uh, I, I didn't I heard. pick up on that, okay, but then I, I, like I said earlier, I didn't have subtitles, so half the time okay. I don't <laughs> know what's being said. So yeah, as soon as Emma Roberts' character started talking about, you know, I think they said something about how they had only been with each other, and Grandma's face just went. I was like, oh shit! Oh my! I I, I was screaming no. I was like, no, no we don't no, have time no. for this. <laughs> Why is this other no, subplot he, coming in? No, here's the thing. I'm like, we don't have time for this. There's only like 20 minutes left in the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do, do and you then know? I'm thinking. Do you know how much time is left in the movie? Oh no, how much? Forty and a half. Five minutes. <laughs> no, but this I'm not joking because I think I had to do something at this time. I don't know if it was the bathroom. Probably get more wine. I, mm -hmm. I normally I joke and I'm like, oh, let me be. Oh, there's only 20 minutes into the movie. Ha ha ha. No, I'm not joking. At this point, I was like, no, it's about to start winding up. There's 20 minutes. There's 40 fucking five minutes left from this point on in this movie. It's uh... It's too much. It's too much. I and yeah, this, I didn't believe it. Yeah, this happened too many times for me as well. I didn't. I didn't pause this film actually. Usually, I pause films quite a bit if I'm really not enjoying them. But I just wanted to get it done, so I kept going. Yeah, and that's kind of like as we talk about it now. I'm like, fuck. There's a decent amount left to go, but how much do we have left? It does um, keep going. But yeah, I didn't know then. I thought we were gonna get a. You know how this film wants to introduce more and more characters Ugh. i was thinking who who did she have the affair with okay is oh that how we're gonna God. are we gonna tie it in with bradley cooper did bradley cooper have the affair with this woman when he was a teenager or how did this go on as you know i was thinking the worst but we she, don't see the guy she had that affair like 50 years ago <laughs> i don't think embryo bradley cooper could have gotten it up but maybe then. it was bradley cooper's dad and Bradley Cooper is actually her son. Stop giving ideas. No, that's what Cats <laughs> did. The movie Cats kept introducing characters like an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. Yes, with their own little performance. Oh, my God. Okay, we've kind of talked about a lot of this stuff coming yeah. up anyway. So let's see uh, the press conference where Sean says he's gay. Again, I was play. completely taken off, apparently by his fucking publicist, too, which not smart, dude. Like, yeah. You got to tell your publicist, your PR people first, like at least give them a heads up so they can start thinking about, you know, stuff to say, because that's their fucking job. That's what I mean. He hires these people to do a job and then just goes up and has this little catchphrase. He's gay and he's going to play like fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been people coming on? out like there's some people coming out. I know there's been like a, someone in the Premier League, I think, in England or someone. Oh, cool. But there has that. been nobody of any kind of significance. Like this guy apparently was just in the playoffs. He's 35 as a career quarterback. There hasn't been anybody actually, and I, this might be mean to say, but like good or accomplished that yeah. really would have, you know, I think in sports in general, that would have been a big name or that well-known. And if like that would have happened, if there was somebody, I can't think of anybody who like Aaron Rodgers is one now. The dude's like 38, 39, never been married. No, he's been linked with a lot of women in that sense, like high profile, like Haley Stein, uh, Steinfeld, I think. Not Haley mm -hmm, Steinfeld. Mm -hmm. Not Haley Steinfeld. Um, Shailene Woodley was a big one there. But uh, Kevin Durant is a basketball player who, for some reason, he's been one of the best basketball players for like a, 20 years since like college. Dream Team, all that stuff. He, I don't ever remember this dude being linked with like Anyone? dating anybody. No, he's a very weird dude. But it's just like, that's the one that I think if that guy actually did it, it would be like a like a fucking actual like cultural changer. Yeah. 
Oh, that would be interesting to watch, but maybe he's just a weird dude. Kevin Durant is a fucking weirdo. Uh, yeah. He's obsessed with basketball in that sense and like finding people on Twitter and Googling his name and Twitter fighting like <laughs> randoms. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. Uh, the bistro scene, we kind of talked about it. Anything to add there where Jennifer Garner confronts? No, I thought it was incredibly unprofessional of the other waiter to allow her to do this. And that was Franklin's dad. Did you catch that? Franklin's a little kid, the goalie with the big hair. Oh, yes, yes. I did notice uh, he called her like Miss whatever. So I picked up that she was his kid's teacher. Because that was my question when she's like, thank you and gives the uniform. I'm like, what the fuck? Did she pay him? He's like, no, Miss so-and-so, my kid, Franklin. I'm like, oh, my God, movie. Everybody (laughs) does not need to be that connected. Yeah, this is L.A., right? Everybody knows everybody there in small little rural town. All right, so the anti-Valentine's party comes in. People start going in there. Uh, the little shithead kid, apparently, uh, makes his way there, right? Isn't that where he goes? He goes to the anti-Valentine's party? He goes to the anti-Valentine's out? party because the wee, the wee girl in his class that he gets told to have a crush on, Yeah, she works at the restaurant. Her mom owns a restaurant, and she says... They're having a party there tonight. They have it every year. That's it's Miss, right Miss the girl... Jennifer Garner and all her friends are there. So because he knew of, she was going to be there. Of course, the, the little Indian girls, fucking that's her family restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Because, god damn, this fucking movie. <laughs> um, yeah. The kid bolts. No one can find the kid. The, the nanny, she tips the valet guy to watch the kid? Will somebody fucking watch this kid, please? This kid would be... <laughs> This kid would be halfway to fucking Dubai or wherever the hell. Maybe, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. And that. This place would be halfway to wherever kids get trafficked. And <laughs> he'd be gone because no one's yeah. watching this goddamn kid. Not in this big city. It's not. This movie's giving the vibes that LA is a small town Tiny where everyone community. knows everyone. Dude. And you can just walk around the streets. You'll bump into your friend. You'll bump into your colleague. You'll see your friend's kid and you can just look after him for a few minutes. Like, it's not that. This is LA. Yes. That is such a New York thing where a New York neighborhood, you would have that where everybody yeah. would walk to places and therefore you would see everybody and it's a walkable city. Los Angeles is a fucking car urban hellscape where you have to fucking drive. Now, absolute bullshit that all this fucking interconnectivity. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to L.A. in why am I going September? Se- Wait, was that September? That was October. No, no, it's September. Oh, huh, okay. I'm going to go there for a few days with Tim and Valerie. Wait, and San Diego, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to come down? Are they coming to are they not going to San Diego? They are. They are. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll spend the weekend in San Diego. I'm going to travel back up to LA with them for a few days and then come back down to San Diego again. We should be in San Diego. Everybody in there should be fun. Should be fun. We'll make sure to make a weekend out of it. Can't wait. Yeah. uh, Taylor Swift song comes on. Today was a fairy tale. And again. I don't know that one. But I mean, I'm not the podcast Swifty. It seemed very much like twenty-one-year-old Taylor Swift. This, oh the type. yeah, it seemed yeah. It's... Romeo Juliet. Uh, I love Tim, that shit. Is, is that Tim McGraw? I don't know. Okay, a running bit of mine that's just really annoying is every song I'm like, is that Tim McGraw? Oh, I don't know who that is. It's it's a song title, Tim McGraw, who's also oh, a country okay. singer. Okay, my bad, my bad. He's a country singer, but everyone's like, the I wear short shorts. I'm like, is that Tim McGraw? No, it's never <laughs> been Tim McGraw. But one day. A song will come on, and I'll be like, is that Tim McGraw? Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I can retire that tired-ass bit before I get punched in the face. How about a Joss Stone song coming on? Eh? 
I missed it. Uh, it the subtitles said Joss Stone. I'm like, hey. She was in the movie we watched. The Cats, wasn't it? That was so was random? Cats? Yeah. No, I think was she was in um, the Dungeons Aragon. and Dragons film or Aragon. She was a witch and she was reading tarot cards. Aragon. It was Aragon. It, it was, was Aragon. Aragon. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There you go. Like fucking two Josh Stone references and sightings or something like that. It is weird. Do you know what? We're saying how everything's so big and separate. The movie world, there is a lot of overlap that we don't plan on. Well, when we have to fucking watch and pick apart these dog shit movies. They're like, all the same. They all just, every, <laughs> we have to find something in there. Y'all are welcome, people. Our suffering is your pain. <laughs> um, Something got mentioned about four and 20 hours. I don't know if that was maybe in this song or whatever, but I'm like, you're fucking right. It's 420 time to get yeah. me through this thing. <laughs> the only way to do it jesus bradley cooper is the gay lover yeah okay yes. congrats on me well well done there's your fucking diversity probably was, wasn't earned at all but mm -hmm. congratulations uh i don't know why i have this but i have a now sugar i do declare voice did anybody oh. talk like oh phone sex and hathaway Oh yes, yes, that sugar, yes, you're going to get a spanking now here. So, yeah, just I do declare here. Yeah, Topher Grace falls out with her over it. Yes, and then they um they make up and they go back. Are they the ones that go back to the uh, apartment with the band? Right? Doesn't he get the band to come in? Possible. Oh yeah, but then he tells him to go away because she says she wants to keep it simple. Yes, because and that's when I have the band comes in for the gangbang, but apparently that's off. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want that. He says to go away, and they're very disappointed. And they're like, "Well, they're not. They're not joining this one in here." <laughs> um, and yeah, just what I have down is pretty much at the end. What a terrible day to have eyes to have to like watch this movie. <laughs> Julia Roberts is the kid's mom, and fuck off. And how many uncles just stood up and saluted that right there? All right. Oh! But R.I.P. today, Toby Keith died. Toby Keith was the singer of Put a Boot in Your Ass. Oh, we'll put no a way. boot in your ass. It's Yeah, he died today. R.I.P. So I will put a boot in somebody's ass and drink out of a red Solo cup for Toby Keith. Should have been a cowboy. Oh, I know. Sad. It is. All right. That's At least uh, the kid's mom isn't dead, though. Toby Keith's dead. His mom died last year. No. Toby Keith's wife died last year. That's not what I meant. I oh. meant child in the film. Okay, I don't know if Toby Keith. I don't even know if he has kids. I was like, at least his mom's. I, no, I was so disappointed. I got. I was at least so happy that this kid's mom was dead. <laughs> that nothing could like fill that hole. And he got he got scammed. Like this kid was just having a horrible day. <laughs> the shittest day ever. And I was loving it. And then his goddamn military mom comes back for one day. For one day. You know what? I was about to say something that would be probably really bad. I'm going to withhold that. <laughs> Don't that'll go be, there. That'll be on the path after dark. Um, At the end, we get this hardy har fucking outtakes or whatever. And the final thing is, hey, have you ever been down Rodeo Drive? And Julia Roberts going, yeah, I've been down there once. Didn't mm -hmm. like it or don't recommend it. And I'm like, hurt, are you, hurt, hurt. Are you, it's, it's a pretty woman reference if y'all didn't get it. Yeah. And, what do you mean you don't recommend it? That made your fucking career. That exactly. took your, that launched you into the A-list <laughs> where you could come do these shitty movies and get like three, ten million dollars. Oh, that was it. She got three percent of the gross. So apparently she might have gotten up to ten million dollars for this movie. Oh we're in the wrong profession. Yeah. One a 
Was it one quarter? No, a fifth. A fifth. There you go. Better math coming out. A fifth <laughs> of this fucking budget went to her. Well, good for her. I mean, yeah, but like, again, Hollywood, fuck you. I hope you lose all your fucking money because you're yeah. putting out shit movies nobody wants to see. Really shit movies. But now oh. I kind of want to watch New Year's Eve. Oh, we will. Uh, it's already <laughs> in the calendar. Okay. My God, that is it. Let's just get out of here because I'm hungry and want to put yeah, this movie behind Yeah, I want to go to bed. D&D classes, I don't know. What's the D&D class for like the biggest loser? We need to find out. I don't out. know. I I just wrote down here that none of these characters have enough about them for me to possibly know what class they would be. Uh, Harrison Copeland would be a rogue because he's tricky. True. <laughs> he's not the he's best rogue. He's also shit. Caught. Yeah. <laughs> he's also shits. Um, But yeah, just like we need to find out. Just like who would be the biggest fucking biggest idiot? loser? Yeah, Reed would be it. Just and then Topher Grace because they always just played fucking jack wagons. Yeah, I don't have any thoughts on being. I like I was trying to put some, even just like the top few characters, but yeah, Rogue is the only obvious one. Yeah, nobody actually nobody fights in this movie like at all. No, no even fighters. Cr Crazy stupid love had a couple punches thrown comedically. Oh, that's one of there my was, favorite scenes. Is when yeah yeah when they all just punches. They fight and they hug each other at the end, and they're like he, not what's hugging. What's he called? Yeah. What does he call him? The name? I don't know. Something oh. weird. It was said so many times. It was in my head and now it's gone. Well, oh. Google that while I talk about the uh, the tier ranking. All right. So this was a joke that was posited. Okay. So we're doing the tier list ranking where S is the highest. Then you go A, B for more of like recommendations. Then we have C and D where it's not recommendation. D being the lowest. We may have to have a V tier, a Valentine's Day tier, because yeah. what did you say about this movie as you sent right before multiple times, actually? Oh, my last note in my Google document is probably this is what the note says. Probably the worst film I've ever watched. That's yeah. it. This we may have to do it like because this this is yeah. really this is really bad. Like it is obviously a D tier yeah. and we can make that old V tier because aggressively boring like i said aggressively mediocre there was just no yeah. semblance in there no character did i ever feel was so outlandish that they could mm -hmm. really lean into it like george lopez mm -hmm. was doing his thing he's playing himself which is good like he brings that you know a bit of charisma to it nobody was bad per se i mean that but yeah. it was just this was a dead ass boring milk toast script there yeah. was nothing to it it sucked there was no meaning. There was no greater message in here. Like Valentine's Day in and of itself is it kind of just, you know, it's when I say it's not real, no fucking holiday is real. I get it. Everything's fucking made up. Time is relative. Ha ha. Go watch True Detective season one again. All right. But this is probably the most materialistic in the least meaning of any, quote, holiday there is. OK, as Jamie yeah. Foxx kind of said that before. And it was just vapid. And this movie was vapid. Valentine's Day can be kind of vapid in that sense. Mm hmm. And there was nothing to be gained. And it may yeah. be the worst. Like, Aragon was the most boring movie. Because this movie got me a little bit rage-inducing. Aragon got me yeah. wanting something more. Nothing really angered me in that movie. So I say, we just have a V-tier now. And this is now the yeah. new bar. The bar is now lowered so far to clear mm -hmm. at Valentine's yeah. Day. I am in total agreement. And I am fully on board with the V-tier. Because... This is so, and the only word I can use to describe it, I already said it earlier, it's just shit. shit. It is just shit. And it's not like, it's not fun. And obviously we do the tomato tomato meter and we've had 
films with much lower scores. <clears throat> there you go. But they've been <laughs> better to watch. Yes, 365 this... Days, famously 0% critic score. Oh, come it on. was far better than this film. Far better. Far better. This is so rubbish. And just the actors brought nothing. And I put that meme in the Discord where it's like, yes, girl, give nothing. Give us <laughs> nothing. They just give nothing. They weren't given anything to that, work with. That's the thing. They weren't given anything either. Yeah. So it's just, I would never recommend this. I would never tell people to watch it for fun, to laugh yeah, at. I would yeah, never no. watch it, no matter, like, even if I'd had 17 baby Guinness shots, I would not watch this ever again. No, yeah, it is not fun. It is not a good, bad movie. It is a bad, bad movie. No, You're bad, right. Bad. Like, I wouldn't, Cats is something that if somebody wanted to watch it, it would be one of those drink and make fun of movies, absolutely. And yeah. I would honestly, put, i put Aragon kind of with this. Better, though, but Aragon's yeah. another one that it was just so boring. Like, I just wouldn't want to yeah. watch it again. This is just frustratingly boring and never, ever, 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 ever again. This is now the lowest. We have a dual consensus. It's the worst yeah. movie we've covered. And man, it's going to be tough to quote top or bottom this. Yeah. One. All right. <laughs> this let's... isn't even bad movie month. Oh my God. No. Yeah. Somehow I picked, I guess I did kind of volunteer. <laughs> somehow I picked one worse than that. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, again, yeah. check out all the socials below. Pot on the path at gmail.com. <laughs> let us know how much you hate us for if you watch this, if you're, if you're actually watching <laughs> the movies with us. Bless you. Yell at us. Yell at us in the Discord as well. Check out the patreon.com backslash on the path. Link below 365 days in there. Wild discussion. If you know what that movie is, a wild movie. Uh, Discord, everything down there. Lucy, where can we find you? Oh, you'll find me at Lucy J. Robin on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. All right. Find me on Discord. That's the only place I am public and social medias next week. So if you're thinking like, man. What movie could they do that's worse than this? It's not Bad Movie Month. I stress that. We like to, again, do a little bit of bad and really good in that sense. Next month. Nope. Next, Next week. week. We continue Love Month. Get out those chains and whips. <laughs> because if you thought 365 days was something, we're doing Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay. Have you? Uh yeah, you but remember? I can't root. No, okay. so it's like, I think yeah, same yeah, well, same bits of it. So it was like 365 days where you saw it and you're like, maybe you remember and I don't I don't know. Yeah, there'll I, be parts that I remember and parts that I don't. Everything I've heard though has been that this is like worse, that this is worse than 365 days because it's trying. I think it might have been the thing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, I won't say anything, but All it's right. just ugh. Yeah. It's it'll be my first time. I am Popping my Fifty Shades of Grey cherry. There we go. I Brilliant. hate that saying. I said that yeah. yesterday. I, I that that feels just gross. It does sound gross. Popping. It's just no. But I hear that gross, in like gross, normal gross. talk. I'm like that should not be. No, that's normalize. Let's that's unnormalize horrible. that phrase. All right. Well, we've just cursed this cursed episode on top of it. If you <laughs> stuck around, thank you. Go get a yeah. mental illness check, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week with Fifty Shades. Bye. Bye.